Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. And hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you on another, well, it's another Friday night, but good news. Uh, This should be the last Friday night, uh, Lord willing. For a while, uh, we'll be back to the regular Thursday night, and uh, starting next week, like I said, Lord willing. And uh, but tonight we're going to be discussing something. I guess that uh, a lot of people are talking about. I guess you would call it in quote unquote religious circles. Um, and I did not plan it this way. Uh, I just was going to teach through the Bible. You know how we always do. So I'm sure it's a coincidence that the uh, the topic tonight is another spirit. And uh, we'll be talking about the Asbury quote-unquote revival that's uh, happening there in Kentucky. We'll go over a few things, uh, but first let me welcome everybody here uh, that's uh, already starting to leave some comments. So Brother Ken over there on YouTube, it's good to see you there, brother. My uh, Normally, back in the day, I had my own uh, my keyboard next to me and uh, I can do that but now I have to reach all the way across here in order to get to the keyboard so I uh, probably will answer everybody uh, via voice as opposed to texting back there okay so and then my mom is here on YouTube as well hello son mama in the house it's good to see you mama good to talk to you earlier sound is good so brother Ken is over there also uh, tuning in on Facebook twofer Doing it both on Facebook and on YouTube. So I'd like to see that. Thank you, Brother Ken. Uh, let's see here. See if anybody else is going. Go ahead and leave a comment below. Uh, if you're watching the live stream tonight, uh, whether it be on Facebook, if you're new, or if you've watched before, um, once again, I don't know if I'm probably um, lagging here, but uh, I'm dealing with uh, regular internet that's not all that great, but. We're working on it, so prayerfully that all happens tonight. If not, I uh, was having a little bit of difficulty um, on one of my uh, internet sources, so I switched over to another one, and um, we'll see. But uh, and just to be safe, I started the recording button as well for the video, so I'll be able to upload this later on um, if something were to happen. Brother Ken says no lag, and then, hey, look, my dad's in the house. Great subject tonight. Yes, all by coincidence, I'm sure. And, of course, we don't believe in coincidences. Uh, I did not plan on teaching in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, but just so happens that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And it, uh, you know, like I said, didn't plan it this way, but it is what it is. And, of course, my mouse is giving me all sorts of trouble. (laughs) doesn't matter. All right. Uh, if you want to reach me, by the way, uh, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I, I welcome any kind of comments. Uh, 
or if you want to leave a prayer request or anything like that. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, uh, Jeff, my, my buddy Jeff in Tennessee. It's good to see you on here, brother. And then my mom just said prayers for the uh, Dr. Don Boy's family as he went on to glory. Dr. Don Boy's passed away. Wow, I did not know that. Um, so Dr. Don Boy's, uh, from, just from what I remember when my dad talking about it, um, he was a, I think he was a state representative for a while, a preacher for forever, um, in the state of Indiana. My dad could probably tell people a little bit more about, uh, Dr. Boy's, uh, but, uh, believe he had like a, uh, like an article, online article he would post, uh, quite a bit. But uh, my dad could probably explain it a little bit more in the comments if you care to listen or want to look into more of that, uh, Dr. Don Boys. Also, be in prayer for uh, my bride. Uh, I'm going to try to keep myself together here, too, uh, Her, her, for her father and for her. Okay, her, her dad is uh, on in age and, um, well... Don't think that uh, he's going to be with us very much longer. So uh, be praying for my wife and uh, our family as uh, we go through that. I, I had a chance to to talk to him, uh, to not give him my assurance, but to share the word of God with him. And uh, he assured us that he was ready to go and that he was he knew what he was trusting in. And that uh, so again, I, it's not for me to know the inward man of him. Uh, and when, and I told him that and I said, but it's up for him to know for him to work out his own salvation, as the Bible says with fear and trembling. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I'd appreciate that if you would be praying for us and, uh, during this time, a hey, brother, Dan Carr is on there as well. Good to see you, brother. And again, let's see over here. Okay, I think that's all the comments right now. It looks like a good amount of people are starting to join in, so I appreciate that. Um, again, it's a little bit of click clickbait uh, because of, you know mentioning or putting the hashtag Asbury right now. You know, people are going to you know look into it, or so there may be people that come in. I don't know. Maybe they'll come on here later. Um, but we're going to talk about something tonight. Yeah, my dad just posted it uh, for about Dr. Don Boys. His uh, website was C stnews.com so if you want to look up uh, uh, Dr. Don Boys there thanks Pop okay uh, but just just so we get this uh, starting out here I want to make a few little statements and, uh, and we'll go from here alright so everybody like I said it's kind of clickbaity you know like people might watch this later on or they might come in and view live I want. I, I just pray that you would have spiritual discernment. I, on this channel, uh, on this broadcast, um, I don't normally approach uh, the the. Um, I guess you would say the the latest and greatest of the day. This is not a, a news channel. This is not like any of that kind of stuff. You know, we, we I don't really address those things. You know, some, some people may even say in the past, you know, that I should have addressed, you know, more things. Hey, you should take a stand on this. Let's call things out specifically. Uh, but way I've always viewed things is that the, uh, of course, the, one of the verses that shows it right there in the beginning uh, opening scenes there is 1 Corinthians chapter 2 in verse number 16. And 
knowing that things that are spiritual are spiritually discerned, right? So the natural man, verse number 14, receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. That means Christ in us. We can't be judged. Our sins have been judged already because Christ in us now, we are the body of Christ. We have been made a new creature in him. So because of that, and because of the spirit that's within us, if we lean on his inspired word and learn that and spiritually discern through his word, we can know verse 16, for who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So the way I've always tried to uh, approach it I think is a biblical way of approaching it to not necessarily call things out specifically. Now you might say, why are you doing it in this instance? Because it just struck me that I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and this thing is going on. It cannot be a coincidence. And so I I couldn't help but I had to to address it. And so we're going to talk about that tonight, but I want you to understand something. The way, uh, you know, as we teach... As I taught here, as others teach that they stick just to the Word, when we're teaching through the Word, when you're learning and you're reading through the Word of God, and you are in Him, you're a new creature in Christ Jesus, you can spiritually discern things. And what concerns me is that people don't take the time to try and test the spirits through the Word of God. Now, let's turn over a few uh, verses here before we get started. First John chapter 4. In verse number one, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. You know, this is very good instruction in righteousness. As as John the Apostle is is writing this inspired word of God here, for us to believe not every spirit but try the spirits, whether they are of God. How do we know this is, uh, you know, Brother Mike, what do you think this this revival is, quote-unquote? Is, is it of God? Is it of, I don't have to give you my opinion on the matter. I want to push you to God's Word to say, test them according to the Scripture. Test it according to God's Word. Test those spirits. Maybe watch a little bit. Have a discerning eye through the eye of this with the Spirit of God in mind, knowing that it's not going to go contrary to His Word. If things are happening that are contrary to His Word, that should be a warning. Okay, and we'll talk about a few things. Uh, let's turn to another scripture. Galatians. Galatians chapter 1. Uh, it's all good here, but, um, mm, okay, verse number six, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ into another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Listen to this, verse number eight, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. How do we know what? Paul preached unto them. Uh, He repeats it numerous times in his epistles to the church. That's how we know. So if even if an angel, it seems like some sort of angel is there and he's 
you know, some, you know, as you know, you see in these cartoons, like wings and a halo and he's glowing and he's given some, but if it's not of God, if you test it according to the scriptures, look what it says here, let him be accursed. As we said before, so to say, I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. He says it a second time. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Now, again, um, if something just because something's popular or it seems to be all the rage, eh, test it according to the scriptures. Once again, uh, Paul was sent of Christ again, but he didn't please men. Men were not pleased at all. And uh, a, a few things that I, I just saw that came across online talking about, you know, things of uh, that are going on around there. People are, are writing, uh, be inclusive, and, you know, and they're, they're all inclusive there at this university and at this uh, seminary that's attached to it. Um, we just need to be careful, brethren, sisters out there, and to test everything according to the scriptures. So with that in mind, let's get into 2 Corinthians chapter 11. How do we know? How do we know if something's of God or not? Very quite simply, test it according to the scriptures. Period. Now, one thing that I would encourage you is that if you're around a group of believers, which you should be, is to test and try the spirits together come together, not something that's online that, you know, you can't get around and all this other kind of stuff, but get around and test it according to the scriptures. What saith the scriptures on this? Well, this was said there. Is that correct? Let's look at the scriptures. They're trying to say this there, and this is what it's all about, and this, that, and the other thing. Is, it, is this of God? Go to the scriptures. Every single time anything comes up, don't go to whoever online and what they have to say. Don't go to even what I have to say in the matter. My job, what I believe is the true, be a teacher of God's word, is to point you to God's word and to say, test it according to the scriptures. Try the spirits, whether they be of God. And then you'll know very quickly. Be spiritually discerning. If you've studied along with me for, for a very amount of time, I don't try to teach you my opinions because I have nothing to stand on when it's my opinions. I'm just going to give you the word of God. I'm going to teach through it. We're going to talk about things, test it according to the scriptures. You have, if you are saved, if you have a, if you've been made a new creature in Christ Jesus, he has given you that spirit to give spiritual discernment. But can somebody that has the living God inside of them, the spirit of the living God inside of them, can they be deceived? Of course they can. Usually in an emotional state. Anything that is highly emotional, beware. The spirit doesn't work in a high state of, of emotion. That's not, you know, I, I think of something really you know, pertinent, even though in context, this is not what we're talking about. But I think about uh, Elijah when he goes off into the wilderness. 
and he sees this mighty rushing, you know, like all this kind of like like big things like fires and and you know earthquakes and all in God's and I'm paraphrasing of course, but God said was I there? It's the still small voice where God says he's there. His spirit communing with your spirit, your little s spirit, your mind needs to be in subjection to his word because it's not going to go contrary. Anything that's happening, no matter how emotional you get, it's not going to go contrary to God's word ever. Have discernment, brethren and sisters. Have discernment. All right, let's get into it. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, this is a longer chapter, we're going to go through it, and it's mostly about what exactly we just got done talking about, okay? So if you missed the first little bit of it, I see Brother Jason, you came in here, uh, late is better than never, I'm glad to see you, brother. All right, would to God, verse number one of chapter 11, would to God you uh, could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me, for I am jealous over you with a godly with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Interesting language here. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtly, basically his uh, slick talking. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Now, how can it be simple? Man, the deep things of God. How can we know? Follow his word. Trust his word. It's inspired. It's not some sort of uh, thing that, by the way, one of the doctrinal statements, quote unquote, uh, the doctrine, one of the doctrinal statements of the, of the university is that they believe that the word of God is inspired in the original manuscripts. So essentially saying that we don't have the word of God now because nobody has the original manuscripts. Nobody. We believe in the Texas Receptus, meaning the received text. I believe that firmly because God said he would preserve his word. And people have always had that, even before 1611. The received word of God passed down. Nobody has the original manuscripts. I don't care what anybody tells you. They don't have them. So just right there, that's one of the things that I saw in there. I was like, whoop, whoop, warning flags are starting to go off a little bit. So another thing that might... mm, give you pause is that there's no spiritual leadership, meaning that there, you know, God has ordained locals assembly of believers. And is within that, he has said that there will be people that will be watchful for sound doctrine. There's nobody being watchful over sound doctrine right now there. That's another thing I'll say. So just beware. All right. Again, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you, well, this group is from, you know, like that at the university, it was founded on upon this, you know, principles and all this and everything. Just watch and discern. Okay. All right. Moving on. Anyways, but there's subtlety, you know, there's subtility, you know, utility, subtility that is going to be happening. Uh, there's going to be things that are there that are like, wow, that's so looking great. But look what it says, the simplicity that is in Christ. There, of course, is simplicity because just follow his word. It's in black and white. And you can read it. It's in English. For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, oh, 
there's another there's another warning sign preaching another Jesus you know the uh he gets us move you know the the commercials he gets us Jesus which Jesus are you talking about because Paul says people can preach another Jesus is it the Jesus of the Bible it do they believe that that is God manifest in flesh, the ever-existing God, the one that created all things and has always existed, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end? Or do they just believe he's a good man that lived a long time ago and he gets us? And somehow or another, God then placed upon him his spirit and then he became sort of like a God and then he God raised him from the dead and you know he's magnified this man Christ Jesus or do they believe that it is God that he is God I don't know test it try the spirits because there are another Jesus that can be preached but look what it says for he that cometh preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached what do you how do you know what Paul preached it's in his letters or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received. This seems kind of strange here. Notice it's a little s spirit. So it isn't necessarily saying, well, this is some sort of like evil spirit entering into people. No, no. A spirit could be like the, the mood. So if there's another spirit in which you haven't received, and you're like, hmm. Is God in the whirlwind? Is he in the fire, like all these earthquakes? Or, or is he in the still small voice? And Brother Ken just put on here, if they don't have a final authority, then they are their own authority. Hmm. That's some good spiritual discernment there, Brother Ken. Thank you for that. Reading on. Which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Essentially, this, this phrase is meaning don't give them a time of day. Don't even, not even for one moment. For I suppose I was not a wit behind the very chief, chiefest apostles. But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. Have I committed an offense in abasing myself that ye might be exalted because I have preached to you the gospel of God freely? I robbed other churches, taking wages of them to do you service. And when was and when I was present with you and wanted, I was chargeable to no man for that which was lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia supplied. We've, we've already gone through this when it talks about biblical giving. And in all things I have kept myself from being burdensome unto you, and so will I keep myself. Remember he said I wouldn't do anything that would prevent the gospel being preached. I'm not going to do anything that's going to even cause a stumbling block in any sort of way. As the truth of Christ is in me, no man shall stop me of this boasting in the regions of Achaia. He was telling everybody about their, you know, their gift, their their heart for giving. Again, we've already discussed this in the previous chapters. You can go back to the other um, studies. Wherefore, because I love you not, God knoweth. But what I do, that I will do, that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein they glory, they may be found even as we. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Hmm. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Oh, 
I feel his presence. You do? What kind of angel are you seeing? What kind of messenger are you seeing? Now, again, every time you see the word angel, doesn't mean a, a created angelic being that God created, okay? It could be a messenger. So when you see this, a messenger, Satan himself is transformed into a messenger of light. Now, of course, we know that, you know, Satan was uh, an archangel. Uh, he was, you know, he got lifted up in pride and all these other kinds of things. But he himself, or that spirit of Antichrist, this Antichrist, Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing that if his ministers also be transformed, as I just said, as a, the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. That's another indicator. What is the fruit that comes out of this? What is the end result? Again, judge according to the scriptures. Don't judge according to your own feelings on the matter or what you see. Oh, well, this person is uh, raising hands, so it can't be of, of God. Now, wait a minute. You don't know that. Test the spirit according to the scriptures. Just because somebody lifts up their hand doesn't mean that they're somehow unbiblical all of a sudden. It has nothing to do with it. Or if somebody is there and they, they have a different type of music than maybe you're, you're accustomed to. Whatever. I'm not making comments on any of those things. I'm saying to you, as Paul said, to test things according to the scriptures. Try the spirits be, and beware because there's deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. They're going to preach another gospel Something that, you know, it's like, well, just come to him and, oh, just come to him and love and mercy. I have to tell you something, too. Um, this is something that just kind of popped in my head. Jesus says, and the Bible clearly says several times that we were enemies before we were saved, okay? We were enemies of God. We were children of Satan, that's how he views us, as children of Satan, as enemies. That's why he had to come to die to reconcile us to himself. His blood was shed for the remission of sins. The separation of sins separated you from the love of God. But in him, nothing can separate you from the love of God, as the scripture saith. So test the scriptures. Test the spirits according to the scriptures. And don't think it's a great thing if his ministers be transformed, as it says in verse 15, as the ministers of righteousness, whose end, look at the ends of their conversation, shall be according to their works. Well, what about women getting up there and preaching? Test that according to the scriptures. We've covered that on this channel. See First and Second Timothy and Titus for more. Well, can women get up and testify? Sure, why not? Are, well, they says to remain silent in church. Is that a local assembly of believers? I don't know. Test it according to the scriptures. I have, uh, I don't think there's any confusion about where I stand on this, by the way. Um, I'm just telling you, I'm imploring you to try them. 
Verse 16, I say again, let no man think me a fool, if otherwise yet as a fool receive me, that I may boast myself a little. That which I speak, I speak it not after the Lord, but as it were foolishly in this confidence of boasting, seeing that many glory after the flesh, I will glory also. Now, again, this is going back to the context of this portion of the letter, where Paul is literally saying that there's some coming in. These are the Judaizers that are glorying in their flesh essentially saying because they are of Jewish nationality, okay? They're, they're of Israel, okay? Because, uh, well, anyways, he, he talks about all these things in many times before that these were the ones that were entering in and, and deceiving those and, and bringing them under bondage, as Galatians talks about. But again, they're glorying in their flesh. And so he's uh, several times, Paul, I guess you would say, you know, through obviously through the inspiration of the spirit would go in to say, Hey, I'm of the tribe and stock of Benjamin. You know, I'm the, I was trained under Gamaliel. He, he always gave his credentials as a, as a Israelite. Uh, so again, so he's like, Hey, I, I, I'll glory also for if ye for ye suffer fools gladly seeing ye yourself are wise for ye suffer. If a man bring you into bondage, there it is. If a man devour you, if a man take of you, if a man exalt himself, if a man smite you on the face, I speak as concerning reproach, as though we had been weak. How be it? Whereinsoever any is bold, I speak foolishly, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? See, here it is in context. So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. He's glorying in his flesh. This is giving them to realize there's nothing to glory in your flesh about. Are they of the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. Here's the, you know, I am more in labors, more abundant in stripes above measure in prisons, more frequent in death oft. He did die. He got stoned to death. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, he suffered many things for Christ's sake. Look, at it keeps going here. Of the Jews, five times received I 40 stripes, save one. Just as a side note, Jesus didn't receive 40 stripes, save one, 39 stripes. He was beaten by Romans, not by Jews. Okay? He wasn't beaten by the Sanhedrin in that sense of with the stripes. Okay? Uh, he was beaten by the Romans with a cat of nine tails. And normally, Romans would just beat you to death or just right at the point of death. They didn't care how many times they hit you. That's just a side note. Moving on. Thrice I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and day I have been in the deep. Meaning he, you know, you think of the USS Indianapolis and those people in World War II that were out in the deep for several days and nights. And Paul's like, I've lived it. He's been shipwrecked. He's been in the deep. In journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painless and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. Beside those things that are without that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. So he says it wasn't just an outward physical struggle. He had a deep care for the churches. Remember, at the beginning of this portion of the letter, he says he wants to present them as a chaste virgin to Christ. That means false doctrine, trying to get in and all this kind of and corrupting them. He, no, it needs to be pure. You need to test 
everything, not through the traditions of men, but through the word of God. If it's not found here for us in Paul's letters to the church, you would do well to discern. Who is weak? Verse 29, am I not weak? Who is offended? And I burn not. If I must needs glory, I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. In Damascus, the governor under Aretas, the king kept the city of the Damascians with a garrison desirous to apprehend me. And through a window in a basket was I let down by the wall and escaped his hands. Now, again, we'll continue in verse, uh, chapter 12 next week, but let me just, let me just uh, go back again and just encourage you. And so Paul, in this portion of uh, this letter, again, is, is, is showing his authority, one, as the apostle of Jesus Christ, given the revelation of the mystery, given to us, the gospel given to usward, you know, like he's been given this dispensation given to him to give to us, and that all these people that were trying to come in and subvert that, even if they were, they looked like, smelled like, acted like, talked like, they needed still to be discerned through the scriptures. And what's the authority in that? What's the, what, how do we do that? As he said there, you test them, according to what was given. And I'll just remind you again, verse number four explicitly says that. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, how do you know which is another Jesus? Whom we have not preached. How do you find the Jesus that Paul preached? Look at Paul's letters to the church. Or if you receive another spirit, which ye have not received. How are we have the spirit within the church? Not just small s spirit, but to understand through the spirit, capital S spirit, the type of spirit, the type of, uh, of love one toward another we're supposed to have in truth, which ye have not received. Who did they receive that from? From Paul's epistles, whether by word or by letter as he says in other places. So rather they heard it straight from his mouth and then he reminded them in letters. Now, since we don't have the Apostle Paul here to give us word of mouth, we have his letters. So I would encourage you to test this, these spirits through Paul's letters to the churches. Or another gospel which you have not accepted. 1 Corinthians 15, he gives the gospel. That's how you know. So I would have to say, you know, when it talks about uh, another spirit, the Asbury revival, from the snippets that I've seen, gives me enough to pause and have many, many, many concerns, let alone doctrinal statements that say that we don't have the inspired word of God today. They were only in the original manuscripts. So what are they basing their authority on? I don't know. You have to ask them, test the, what they're saying. Are they saying, giving another Jesus? 
How do we know which Jesus that we should be looking for? The Jesus of the Bible, given the preaching of the Jesus that Paul preached. Okay, that's a good way to, uh, that's the best way. That's the only way that we should be doing that. Well, many signs and glorious things are happening, Brother Michael. I'm sure. I'm sure many wonderful-looking things are happening. But don't base it upon your feelings or an outward sign because we don't seek after a sign. That's not for us. Signs and wonders are not for us. Why do we need to see an outward pouring of you know, signs and many wonders? Why are we looking for that? Because it's, oh, ye of little faith. We can see that. Oh, wow, well, that looks really neat. But you can be deceived with the eye. People make good money doing that on a daily basis. They're called sleight-of-hand artists, you know, magicians, quote-unquote, where they can make you think they make a rabbit appear out of a hat or a dove disappear under a, a handkerchief. Ooh. It's deceit. It's not true. It's a sleight of hand. That's why we have the indwelling Holy Spirit, his inspired, preserved word of God that we have to the English-speaking people that we can say, hmm, let me see what God's word has to say about this, and then spiritually discern. Well, Brother Mike, should we not judge these things? No. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 says you can judge. 1 Corinthians, I'll read it one more time. This whole thing about, oh, we can't judge. Well, maybe in your own spirit, in your own mind, yeah. Your flesh and blood mind, don't be trying to judge things because you can be deceived. But he that is spiritual, verse number 15, or verse number 14, uh, first, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them. But they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Don't let somebody try to tell you, oh, you're being very judgmental. Well, you can say that if you like. If I'm giving my opinion, you can say I'm being judgmental. But it, I'm saying tested by the scriptures. And some things right there, right off the bat, are uh, I'm spiritually judging that they are lacking. So, that's what I got. <laughs> that's it for tonight. All right. I, it was amazing that the fact that, it was amazing the fact that this came up, you know, whatever, like eight or nine days ago. Where this, I, I, I wasn't thinking about, okay, like four or five weeks ago, whenever it was that we, I started back up the broadcast. I was like, hey, we're going to be in chapter 11 and somewhere in Kentucky, there's going to be some people doing some things, calling it a revival. Nope. Just pure coincidence, I'm sure, as I say tongue-in-cheek. Being totally sarcastic on that. Okay. Let's go over to YouTube and let's look at some chats here. Let's look at some chats over in YouTube. Uh, Brother Ken Larson, like I said, if you don't have a final authority, they are their own authority. Mm. Very well spiritually judged there. And he says, amen, judge by the word. Yep. And he said, wow, that went quick. It does. It normally goes quick. We've already been on here for 40 minutes. So, 
Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Brother Jason there, consult the Bible, then pray for clarity. And I would say the prayer as we, oh man, this is so good. Thank you, Brother Jason, for bringing that up. What is prayer? I've As I've taught on this channel several times, and I believe I've shown it biblically, prayer is not in some sort of just a communication, even though that does happen. It's a surrendering of our will to whose? His. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done is the true spirit in which prayer is given. So, of course, consult the Bible, which is the inspired word of God, given by his spirit, which is the spirit, the same spirit that cries, Abba, Father, within you, and you can cry, Abba, Father, help me to not see things through my own will. Boy, I want to get excited. Hey, people are talking about Jesus. He's being preached, supposedly. Lord, I hope this is real, but pray... Pray, though, Lord, that you would give me spiritual discernment through your word and that no matter what my will is, my will is that all be saved. That's what God's will is, that all come to repentance, of course. That's his will as well. We should, oh, man, okay, that's great. Now what are they saying? Oh, hmm, ooh, lots of things that are just being, ooh, no, that's not good. Oop, that's suspicious. Oh, no, that's not in the word of God. That's not true. That's not a, that's not the same Jesus of the Bible. That's a different gospel. Very quickly, you can start to spiritually discern and spiritually judge. All right. Okay. Going back over here. Let's see. Oh, YouTube's starting to get kind of jumping. Uh, he says, don't go, don't go back to Egypt. Oh, yeah. A lot of people desire to go back into the world, you know, for sure. That's what Egypt's always a picture of, um, you know, desiring to be a part of a different country. That's not our country, all right? Spiritually discern, discern those things. Don't go back. All right. And speaking of Egypt, um, many signs and wonders were done by the uh, magicians and the false prophets there, too, right? Hey, Moses and Aaron throw down their rod, and it turns into snakes. And, and the, the, the magicians there go, hey, we could do that. And they throw down their you know, rods, and they turn into snakes, too, supposedly, right? And then the rods of Aaron and, you know, Moses eat those snakes, Shown where the true power resided. But then there was some things that started happening. Some signs that God was giving the children of Israel and the Egyptians, showing them that it was of him. It just hardened Egypt's heart. Because they couldn't mimic those things. So, just be aware. All right. Going back over here to Facebook. Again, uh, my dad posted that uh, about bro uh, Brother Boys, Dr. Don Boys, CST News. That's cstnews.com. Go check that out. But uh, he, he just passed away. So be praying for his family. And, of course, be praying for Kalisha uh, as she goes through this time. Um, you know, And I've known my father-in-law for a long time, too. So, um, But he says he's, he's ready. And uh, he says he knows where he's going when he dies. So we, 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 we can take comfort in that. We can only go by what he says. And uh, we, we pray that that is... That is the case, of course. All right, Brother Dave's uh, posted Psalm 
107, 31 verses 30, uh, Psalms 107, verses 31 through 32. So go look that up. Uh, he's talking about them being part of the, yes, the Wesleyan uh, Pilgrim Holiness. Yep. That's their background. You can look up their doctrinal statement of their, uh, of their university and also their seminary if you'd like. It's freely available on Google. You can just uh, Google and go to their website. Uh, Brother Dave says they don't believe in eternal security. Well, that would be a big sign. That would be a big warning sign. Okay, John 14. Yes, one of my favorite passages in the uh, the Gospels. Uh, John 14 clearly says what the Holy Spirit will do, and that is to bring to remembrance the things that Christ said. The Word that became flesh and dwelt among us. His words. The words that Christ gave to Paul through the revelation of the mystery as you find in many different places, to the church that he's given to us is what you need to look at, for sure. My dad posted ding, ding, so something rang out. Well, ding, ding, back to you. Uh, they were over in Amarillo today, so pray that uh, everything went well there. Uh, Sister Janet says, thank you, Brother Mike. I needed this. I needed to be reminded to try the spirits and be very discerning. Yes, amen. And uh, it was it was good to hear that you're you're feeling better, Sister Janet. If God gets a hold of your heart, Brother Dave says, uh, and you are confessing sin, then yeah, you'll be feeling things. I, and that's another thing too, confessing sins. Maybe I'll well we'll talk about that some other time. Okay. So, anyways. Well, I think that's it over there on Facebook. Let's try over here at YouTube again. No, that's it. So that's it for tonight. Uh, folks, I just, again, I, I don't... You, you, you sh If you've watched me for very long, you should already know. I, I don't normally call out things specifically, you know, by name, like, oh, the Asbury Revival and all this kind of stuff. But uh, I did put in quotation marks, another spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 11, another spirit is the title coming right from uh, verse number four in chapter 11. Test the spirit. See whether or not it's another spirit. So. Uh, let's see. A couple more comments are coming in here through on YouTube. Amen, brother. Preaching Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. Yep, Romans 16, 25 through 26. That's another thing. Be ambassadors. Preach Christ crucified. Endeavor not to know anything more than save Christ and him crucified, as Paul said. And then to make all men see the fellowship of the mystery. People should be seen in your life, in your words, in your actions. And if your words reflect the word of God, then they're going to hear because you're the preacher that they need at that moment. Pray for opportunities to have a gospel conversation with somebody, be an ambassador, to make all men see. We want all men it's it's the it's his will and it's our I mean I pray it's your will as well that you want to see all men come to Christ and when you see something like this happening in the world you go oh wow is this something that oh can it be 
just be careful. Beware and judge not of yourself, but through the Spirit, through his word. Brother Ken says, we are complete in him, no confession. Very good, Brother Ken. <laughs> you know, what are we confessing? You know, anyways. All right, well, I love you in the Lord. I, I, I pray that this was a, uh, a blessing to you. I pray that it was uh, an encouragement to be spiritually discerning, as uh, Sister Janet said. If this uh, has been an encouragement, if this has been something that you believe that would help people uh, build them up in their faith or, or you know, they just need to hear a clear presentation of the simplicity of the gospel, why don't you point them to this channel or point them to a good a, a body of believers or be that ambassador that they need at that moment. Give them the gospel, the death, burial, resurrection, according to scriptures, that Christ died was resurrected according to scriptures. And it wasn't just he gets us. He died for us. If you want to, uh, an ad, spend millions of dollars on an ad at some football game, why don't you say Jesus Christ, not that he gets us, but that he died and rose again for us. That's the gospel that was given, not another gospel. All right. Uh, thanks, brother, for your brother. Ken says faithfulness and praying for Kalisha and dad. Okay. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you very much. Anyways, we'll, we'll come by uh, later. Brother Dave says faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the what? Word of God, of course. Um, we'll be back again. Like I said, we should be back on Thursday night, uh, God willing. And that uh, we'll continue on. We'll be in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We'll be wrapping up uh, 2 Corinthians here in the next couple of weeks. And again, please share, like, subscribe, tell everybody about the channel. You can always uh, listen to the audio version wherever you get your podcast. Um, it's a great thing to listen to going down the road. So I'd encourage you to do that. Look those up wherever you get your podcast. Let this Mind Being You Ministries podcast. Don't forget, you can always reach out to me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. And please, like I said, like, share, and subscribe to the Facebook page. Share the videos, share the channel, and uh, same thing over there on YouTube. I'd appreciate it, all right? Hey, love you in the Lord. God bless you, and it'll be bye for now. Lord willing, we'll see you again next week. Have a great night.